We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's a destination specialist with touring plans and can help you plan an amazing vacation. Whether it's Disney, Universal, a cruise, or an all-inclusive, she can help you with booking, planning, and strategizing to help you have an incredible experience at a great rate. Contact her today at michelle at touringplans.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney and Doug. I am really excited for this week's show. We're going to be playing some odds makers. A lot of our listeners and Patreons have given us a lot of topics that we need to cover. Yes, it's for degenerate gamblers all around the world that love Disney. Exactly. So you'll hear all about what we think is going to happen. And who knows, maybe we're right, maybe we're not right. I hope we are on some things, Doug. I hope so, too. And one thing, we've done this a few times over the last five years. Not many, but a few. Um, One thing I was thinking for a Patreon show in the future, Derek, is we go listen to an old odds maker show and see how we did. Wow, that's a great idea. So I've never even weeks, thought about that. We're definitely going to do that. And if you want to hear that Patreon episode, you're going to have to check out our Patreon page. I will put that in the show notes. And also a shout out to a longtime Patreon, Lauren Shields. Thank you so much for being a part of the Rope Drop Radio community. She was actually on the show about a month ago, so you can check out that episode. But Lauren, thank you so much for all your support and all the support from all of our Patreons as you guys have just grown and love disney and so many of these questions tonight come from you guys that's right and apple podcast reviews i know a bunch have been left we got which a is lot awesome. of them yay it makes my heart full but i wrote the script before they were written so tonight i'm just gonna hold off till next week but keep them coming because we have to congratulate a contest winner we put a contest in last week's show if you didn't listen you didn't know a ton of retweets um, lots of shares to stories on Instagram and shares on Facebook. So thank you to a lot of people entered. It's probably our one of our most entered contests we've had, Derek. Well, and it's for it's the 50th. That doesn't 50th come around every year. Poster that you got when you left the Magic Kingdom on the 50th. A 50th map and maybe a few other things thrown in there. But here it is. The winner is Sheila Albert. So we Yay. will be contacting you. Congrats. Um, info and we'll get your prize out to you the 50th celebration will continue which is not awesome it, it didn't stop but the poster no, stopped. no it won't stop the posters did stop there you go so that was a big win and thank you everyone who retweeted and shared our show and left reviews thank you so much and everyone who listens to this show weekly we could not do this every week without you guys so thank you so much and uh, we really do have a fun one and a special guest this week because we are playing odds makers and we know you don't want to hear just Doug and I's opinions on what's going to happen because Doug and I agree way too much as some of our patrons have told us so we are bringing on a special guest and that is from at Diz Dad TV, that is Mike. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for joining us. Why don't you go ahead and tell the Rope Drop community just a little bit of your Disney background? Oh, how far are we going back? <laughs> going the, back the, the, the short vision, <laughs> the, the, the odds maker version. version, the odds maker version. Okay, uh, yeah, I had the t- typical young kid uh, adventures. I think my first trip, I was four or five years old, uh, Fort Wilderness Campgrounds with the grandmother and mom. 
Um, and honestly, I've not really, really gotten super into Disney until uh, since I had my own kid. Um, and just kind of here as he's nine, um, we went here and there when he was younger. And now that's kind of expanded into you know, the last four years. We've been annual pass holders and our summer trips have kind of ballooned to about 10 to 12 days at a time and you know, sprinkle in the occasional Halloween or January trip. And uh, you can find me doing the occasional ride challenge here and there just a full-blown Disney family at this point. I like it. 10 to 12 day trips. That's a lot better than what I do, Doug. Yeah, you're a in and out type of guy. Three and a half so, days and we're good. Got one coming up in a couple weeks. You do. I'm excited for you. And you do lots of the parkeology challenges, so it's fun. Follow Mike on Twitter. Um, so you definitely don't miss when he does one of those runs because we, we definitely enjoy following that whole community. Um, you can learn a lot about park strategy, even though you don't have to do all the rides in one day. You can learn a lot by following how people do those challenges. So, all right. Are we ready for odds makers, guys? Oh, I'm ready. Mike, are you with us? Are you ready? Uh, I, I think I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Let's right. see if I'm ready for Vegas. All right, so let's dive into this. We'll give you either the odds something will happen or when it will happen or we'll set a line and we have to pick it over under. It's a little bit of everything, all right, but no dice rolling. All right, odds park hopping returns to being able to park hop anytime and not just after 2 p.m. So do you, this is a, uh, give us an odd this returns ever type of thing. What, what percentage? All right, Mike, you're first. I struggled with this one. Um, I think it's going to happen eventually, um, but I, guessing when I, I would say sixty percent. Um, I just I could see it being another year plus though before it does. You know, maybe after the fiftieth. Yeah. So let's let's say during the fiftieth. Odds it happens during the fiftieth. Then the, I say zero. Then okay. I, I honestly don't think it comes back during the fiftieth. All right, Derek. Yeah, I was at zero, but I'm going to go 5% just to be a little bit Ooh. different. Um, it, it's something that operations really loves right now, being able to delegate who is where and, you know, saving time with workers and everything. Um, so it, it's definitely not one that I see happening anytime too soon. But maybe the pandemic comes to a close a little bit earlier. But yeah, not during the 50th. I, it's 5% for me. This is one of those that had you asked me this question like last fall, like I would have said, oh, yeah, easy, done soon. It's coming back soon. But the fact that we've gone this long since the park opened and it hasn't changed. I mean, park hopping came back, didn't even come back till New Year's. Right. And so here we are in the end of October. We still don't have it back. So they must really enjoy this. So. I'm going to go 50% though. I still think there's hope because I think they have said for a fact, the dining plan is coming back. And one thing that is integral to the dining plan is we're in the wrong part to eat lunch. You're going to need to be able to eat lunch. So that's why I I think that 50% on that one. All right. Next hugging characters again, over under March of 2022. So we're looking at spring break here. Before or after spring break, do you get to hug? I think that's an easy over for me. Um, I know they actually just updated the website to their sightings now as opposed to meet and greets. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't see this happening until next summer. 
at the earliest, personally. Nope, I think 100% spring break, you're going to be able to hug again. We have a trip booked for spring break in March, and I really hope because I want to hug all the, I mean, my kids want to hug all the characters, um, but I really do think by March, I'm assuming we're, especially face or not non-face characters, Uh you should, fur characters, there you go, you should be at least be able to hug by March, if not earlier i could see holiday season but no i'm gonna say 90 percent chance that march spring break you're gonna be able to hug again doug if yeah. you need a hug i'm here for you anytime <laughs> i mean me personally i would like to see it yeah you're yeah exactly because i don't like human contact or something's wrong with me but anywho i i honestly believe i'm gonna take the under on this as much as i want to take the over because if it doesn't come back by then when's it ever gonna come back no. So that's my, that's where I'm at. So we got over, we got under, we got all kinds of fun. People want to hug. All right. Okay. Over under. I love from this when question, they... by the way, Doug. Yeah, this is a good one. When they okay over under from when they announce that they are going to replace Primeval World to when it actually opens, and I say five years. That's I think. Whichever patron wrote this, I think maybe Ricardo might have. I sorry if I credited that wrong. Anyway, so I'm gonna set the line. This is from when they announce something's gonna open to when it actually opens, which we know they're already doing bulldozing. Like something's it's gone moving. Yep. Right? But they haven't told us what they're doing. So kind of like Bailey Tower I love how they're got just announced. Like, do, 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 you know, just putting it under right? the carpet, not really so, saying anything. I'm going to say three years is the, the line um, because five, I would say it's going to take them five years from now. That's where I would set the line right now to when something opens, but we're going from when they announce it and I haven't really, haven't really announced much lately. So I'm going to set the line at three years. What do you guys think? Uh, if we're going by the announced, uh, I mean, they're typically mm-hmm. their construction schedule is about four years from announcement to actual completion. Well, Tron and Guardians, yeah, notwithstanding. Yeah. <laughs> 15, 16 years. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say it's probably about four years. So I guess I would take the over in that case. I, and I don't, I guess in when they actually do announce, it's probably it's a different question, obviously, but um, I, I would say four years because even then, I don't think they'll get too extensive with whatever they do over there. Nope. They are going to announce at D23 this year. And you're going to look at three years in the future. I think this is one of those things that they're going to speed rush a little bit in Disney terms, not universal. And they're going to get something in that area. I don't think it's going to be as great as everyone wants it to be. But I do think they're going to use this as a way to catapult um, Animal Kingdom a little bit for the next couple of years. So you're going under? Yeah, under. Yeah. I I think they announced D23 and I think it's there. Uh, if not ready to open, opening's weird, but yeah, three, four yeah. years after D23. I'm going to go push because, you know, why not? Um, it's going to be right at three years. I think you're right. They're going to announce something here shortly at the D23 Expo, not Expo thing. And I think we're going to see something off a shelf that they're, you know, Bolton decorations to to make it Indiana Jones. Just like the roller coaster in France. So there you go. That's my thought. It's not going to be Zootopia land. Sorry, everyone. Nope, nope, not at all. 
I right. hope it's I hope it's not. <laughs> Personally. All right, here we go. Odds Disney announces a new domestic park slash land before Epic Universe is finished. Uh, for me, I say park zero. I, I, I don't think they ever, they'll ever build a new park, uh, but land, I, I'd say 100% before Universe is done. I'm, I'm agreeing with you guys. I think they will announce something back there at Animal Kingdom. Don't know if it'll be this year's D23, maybe next year's D23. Um, but I think they have to announce something before Epic opens. Just because mm-hmm. they've tended to do that recently, they've kind of bounced off each other with announcements. So uh, I think before it actually, and it, Epic's opening what 2024, 25, I think. So depends on uh, how much steel they can get. Right. So I think I think definitely before then doesn't mean you know it could still be 26, 27 before it opens. But uh, I think we see something announced before Epic. All right, Derek. Yeah, so Epic Universe is kind of pushed back a little bit because of steel, because of COVID, of course. So I don't think they're going to announce anything this D23, but two years from now, D23 is when I think they're going to announce at least a new land to combat Epic Universe. And so, yeah, I guess that would take the underside of it. Uh, of course, they're going to want to do something to combat uh, Universal, but they're not going to do anything as grand as what universal is planning to do for epic universe no not even close but yeah i agree with the zero percent and the hundred percent and i think i already mentioned zootopia i believe that's a a lock i don't think we'll see an arendelle land like they're getting in hong kong and paris because yeah we already have a (laughs) pavilion right um but the the uh, Zootopia one just I think it makes a lot of sense at the Animal Kingdom, so they're gonna do that, and that will be announced. Okay, what are the odds they'll bring back the Halloween and Christmas parties next year? So not an after hours, but an actual party. I, I was fifty fifty on this because um, it seems like they we're pretty happy with the after hour part. Obviously they've charged more for the after hours parties. It's a you know, different experience, but um, and I think things are better COVID wise this time next year, but I don't know if they're quite ready. I mean, uh, I've waffled on this one. Uh, this was probably the toughest one for me. Um, I think there'll still be something next year, but I, I said 50% um, on this one. I, I kind of played it safe. All right, Derek. All right, let me do the math real quick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, a hundred percent. I think they're absolutely going to bring back Halloween and Christmas parties, the amount of money that they bring in. And it just, I, I don't think they will be exactly what they were. I think there'll be a new rendition of them, a little bit of changes, of course, because of the pandemic. But I think, of course, you've got to bring back Halloween and Christmas parties. And I look forward to going as soon as I can. Not going to lie. I think I'm on the other end of the spectrum by my math. I think they made plenty of money with the after hours party. And as long as Bob Chapek's in charge, that's all that matters. That is that is and, the uh, asterisk in so, the sand right there, Bob mm-hmm. Chapek. You're right. I, I think I don't see him coming back to where people are going to ever be happy with. Back in the day, we had, I don't think it's ever going to match. Now, could they add some fireworks to Halloween parties? Or after hour events, yes. 
that'd probably be about it. But you call it a party at that point? Like, yeah. are we ever going to see Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party? I think it's pretty low, sadly. Really? Okay. This is where we disagree. I'm intrigued. I, we'll have to, this is when we up. come back in a like couple it. years. Okay. I don't like the answer, right. but I think it's the answer. <laughs> All right. What are the odds of enchantment, as I call You Are the Magic, or harmonious changing at the end of the 50th celebration for after their poor initial receptions. You think their runs over at 18 months. What what percentage you put that at? I have not seen either of these yet. So I'm trying to go in cold uh, when I go in December. Um, obviously, I've heard the the mixed reviews on both of these. Um, I, I think it's low. I, I say 10%. I, I, Disney has a tendency to run shows into the ground, um, good or bad. Um, and I can't see them making wholesale changes to either one of these, even if they are specifically anniversary shows. Um, doesn't mean they won't replace them or do something. I just don't see it being that soon. I, Maybe a few tweaks, um, but I just don't see large wholesale changes even once the celebration's over. Yeah, so I, I say 10%. Yeah, I'm even going 1% on this one. I don't think they do anything to either these these shows, especially with so many people wanting to go in the next 18 months, and then they'll probably carry over another six months. So it'll be three years tops before any changes happen. As the one person who's seen them both, I'm going like 75% on this. Ooh. <laughs> so, I, I mean, are you, you're actively trying to avoid spoilers? Is that? Here's a small spoiler. Nothing in the show has anything to do with 50 years. Right. So, I, they could change it before we even get to the end of 18 months. That's my okay. 75%. They, I, we Can I give you a, I'll give you an updated answer uh, in a couple weeks. Yes, I, th- I think that'd be good. All right. Okay. That was That's a rough one right there. They're not bad shows. They're just not better shows. There we go. It's, it's like Wreck-It Ralph almost. All right. Over under for when the railroad comes back to the Magic Kingdom. Well, Hardest it's not really question over-under. on here, by They're, the way. Pick a, pick a month and a date. Pick a date that's coming back. They officially got extended like yesterday or today to January. Is there even a railroad there? I mean, that's a myth, isn't it? Back in the day, I remember. Yeah, 2018, I think. 2017 was when I closed. It's been a while. Been a while. Because Tron's been a while. Yeah, that's true. Like a Southwest commercial gone bad. Not, Not, yeah, need to get away. It's not getting anywhere. So what do you think? When when are we seeing a choo-choo coming down the tracks? I'm going to say January of 23. That's my guess. Um, I think I think obviously it doesn't open before Tron. Um, they've got the whole tunnel and smokestack and all that they've got to worry about uh, with it going through there. Um, and I don't think they're going to open it at the same time as Tron. I'm assuming Tron opens October-ish of next year. Um I can see that being pushed out too, though. But uh, basing my guess on Tron opening next fall, um, and then given given a few months buffer before they open the, uh, I think the railroad should be ready by then. Doesn't mean they'll open it then. Uh, so I say January twenty three is my best guess. 
Okay, we're pretty close because that's actually what I had originally uh, picked um, because I agree with you. Tron is going to be first and then give it a little buffer as well. But I'm going to move it back a little bit more. I'm going to say March spring break time and because uh, I, I do think we have a little bit more with Tron getting built and then getting the construction back in place and Disney being as slow as they are with everything construction-wise. Uh, by yeah. the way, I'm applying to be a hammer nail guy for Disney Parks. And, uh, yeah, that way I can get a job there. And, but uh, I, I do think it's going to be more like spring break or summer of 2023. I've lost all faith in I Tron opening. So I think Tron might open around Memorial Weekend of 23. And now that would put the train at like July, September. That's where I'm at mentally. I can't imagine. We've been going, Doug, for years now. You and I, we have pictures. And one day you and I are going to put all of our pictures together to show because we always update our social media. Tron update. And it's just, I feel like it's gotten past the ridiculous point of how much and how little they have done over the years. I'm just really glad that... I think this is the first time we've ever done odds makers that we haven't asked when is Tron opening. That's true. That's I a good mean, point. We've been at yeah. this for five years, and this might be the first time we don't ask that question. So let's not answer it here. All right, let's move along. Odds Derek can get an Ohana reservation for his upcoming trip. <laughs> now, are you looking uh, breakfast, lunch, or dinner? What's the, oh anything? The, uh... <laughs> I have a touring plans thing right now for all of them. Don't don't even. Oh, yeah. Well, there there is no lunch first, so yeah. that's a hard one to get. Okay, yeah. So I was, that, that was my caveat too. Are you using touring plans and reservation finders? So, yep. Yeah, pl- plug for touring plans there. Um, I, I say thirty percent. Oh, um, I I would love that on. That's great. Yes, <laughs> I will take I, that. I, I, I think you find something. Uh, you've got a group of four or five. Five. Maybe. Five is five. Yeah. terrible. It's doom. I you you don't get to answer this one, Derek, because I'm oh, I'm saying I, like I have one to, percent. I have okay. 1%. I had one percent on there. All right, that's okay, what you have. Here's my caveat because I have a uh, a backup uh, odds maker with you guys on this. Oh. Because I've hit a point now trying to get Ohana because my wife is obsessed with us going to Ohana as a family. We've never been able to do it. I'm at a point where I'm like, I will spend $100 right now to get an ADR for Ohana. So what are the odds that Lightning Lane comes to dining? Oh, that's, I mean... Can they make money at it? Absolutely can. 50-50? Yeah. Yeah. I would spend $100 right now just to get that reservation for the time I want on our Magic Kingdom Day. I hate to say yes, but I could see that happening. <laughs> I could see that happening at some of the, the more exclusive restaurants. Yeah, because there is paid reservations. That's not a, a new thing for, for dining. So I I could totally see that happening at either new places or places like where it's tough to get in. Uh, them reserve it in a few spots. I could see that happening. So for the record, I I had my alarm set and I was like, why am I getting up this early? My brain couldn't kick in and I was like fumbling around. I was on my phone and all of a sudden I had that, oh crap, Ohana. And by then it was too late. So if you're trying to get an ADR, make sure you get on when your alarm goes off. Yeah. True story. Yep. All right. And then um, when will the dining plan return? Odds it returns before Christmas or odds next summer's peak season? I think it definitely returns. Um, I, I'm, I think next spring is what they're gearing up for. I think 
I think is when you'll. I don't think I'll be back before the end of this year. I think it's too soon. But I, I see next spring. I know spring break seems to be the the big season next year. So I could see sometime after the first of the year, or maybe even during Christmas, them announcing, "Hey, dining plan, happy holidays." <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, coming out next spring. I think is the earliest. Yeah, I was gonna say I actually wrote down March, um, spring break time. Because I think that's just makes sense, and that's by when they should have all the dining and everything figured out, and hopefully COVID is towards an end. Who knows? And that just in my mind makes sense. Of course, it's coming back. It makes too much money, and it makes too much sense. It's absolutely coming back. I would say March is the earliest, but for sure by summer, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I see zero chance by Christmas because no. they just haven't had the time to sell it. Yep. with the packages however they just basically said like ah genie starts next week so anything's possible so i'm not going to say zero percent i'm going to say 25 percent by christmas because without the genie edition within like eh, let's do it on tuesday you know i i think i would have said zero because i don't think it comes back before christmas however the travel ban against the UK getting lifted to where now they can get in the country without having to quarantine and they don't have to when they go back. That opens up a group that lives and dies by the dining plan. Our, our uh, friends from the UK love it. Uh, lots of people do, but they are a big market for it. So I think it comes back like January 1st almost. Yeah. I think it's I think it's uh, as soon as they can get it. Um, within the packages and sold and England's traveling again. That's really what I think. So Well, and it's tough now, too, with the 60-day window. Um, it's even harder to get. You know, right, there's no way they could do it now because there's, as, you know, Derek's problem with getting into Ohana. You know, six, yep. 59 days out, you're not getting anything. So I think that almost Correct. has to be after the first year. Right. They need, they, yeah. Expand Ohana. That's all I heard. You know, they had 18 months. And they didn't do it. They didn't do it. Just like the scrambled eggs on DCL. They didn't do it. All right. Odds of Derek getting Doug on the new Guardians ride. Is this a trick question? (laughs) No, it's It's a great question. It's a legit one. I know the the answer. I know the answer. I say 0%. I just can't. 100% is the correct answer. It will happen. Our Patreons and our listeners will encourage Doug. He will have a patch on, maybe some liquid courage. Kent and Alex will help me drag him on the ride. They physically put me on? Yes. Yes, absolutely. He knows there's a backward launch on this thing, right? Shut up. That sounds Why are you even here now? Whoever's near me would be covered. And I will take the. I don't. I. I just had a toddler puke all over me and it didn't flinch. I can handle it, Doug. The, the people around us in line would be like, "Sir, why are you wearing a poncho?" It happens. Also, if you call yourself a Marvel fan, you have to ride ah, it geez. at least once. Yeah. <sighs> or else I can make I fun of you from now until forever. I'm gonna say there's a point zero 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 get zero, to it zero, I'm get to zero, it one there you go that's there. all that matters <laughs> i heard the one it's gonna happen kent you're listening you're a big guy we're dragging him on i just it just doesn't sound like it's possible i 
I will say with it being so new, I, I got to believe it's going to be a smooth ride. Absolutely, um, Doug. So just, I know some of the Disney rides that you will not ride, or even though they're not 40 years old, but like Everest, I mean, I, that's, you get a little queasy going backwards on that one. And but he I did think it this just gonna, fine. You survived fine. This will be so smooth, even with it's a you know, control turning, I think, yeah. 100%. Actually, yeah. I think this one's going to be easier to talk you into than Tron. It's it's going to no Tron. I think would be way easier, but um, it's going to take a lot of downloads of something to get me on this. Okay, like a lot, like a million. I mean, people are going to have to work at this one. All anyway, right. it will happen. <laughs> this one kind of goes with that dining plan question. Ackers reopening. Pick a month. Yeah, I'm still March April. I think that coincides part of the issue with that one though is just the whole epcot staffing with the uh you know over with the foreign staffing and all that so uh i, I said april um this is kind of a mixing with that spring break uh dining plan guess i think this is one of the last restaurants to open up i i think it's just so condensed and yes you have princesses their face characters uh, it's a really hard one to social distance, and I don't see it returning until summer of 2023. I will throw out there, this is one of the last character meals we ate at before the pandemic. So as the park had already been announced its closing, we ate at Akersh's with characters. <laughs> so that happened. Um, I I think it has to open when the dining plan comes back. I think it has to be hand-in-hand um you're buying the dining plan you have certain expectations to use character meals and they have to have character meals now how are you going to meet the characters that can change it could be all like how you meet bell right up front maybe there's one other princess you meet somewhere up front or on your way out type of thing but i think it has to go hand in hand so i'm gonna say january if i think the dining plan's coming back then i think dakersh's has to as well that's a long answer. All right, moving on. All right, odds that minivans come back. I, I say zero here. Uh, I just don't see Disney seems like they don't want to be in the transportation business, especially from the airport, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, we rode it once just as a bit of luck. We got to ride it. We didn't have to pay for it. It was a bit Ooh. of Disney magic uh, coming in, and it was fantastic. We had the most helpful driver. She actually drove us to our front door of our room, helped us carry in our groceries that we picked up. And I would wholeheartedly recommend using this just based on our experience, but I just don't see any way that Disney brings us back. They just haven't given any indication that this, the business they want to be in. So yeah, I, I say 0%. Yep. Take. I agree. 0%. And I will miss it because I really did enjoy it for what it was, and and I think it had some longevity, and it's just it will be missed. It it had its niche, but I think the fork is in it. It's done. Zero yep. percent. So, on to something that I think has a much better chance here. Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique Makeovers. What month do they come back? This one was tough. Yeah, you know, still thinking about the pandemic, but um, I, I do think it comes back sooner than later uh, i say next summer um and the reason i say that is you know hair salons uh, beauty salons you know people are still going are going to those things with regularity mm-hmm. now uh, yeah. but wearing masks uh so i could see that still easily working 
Uh, obviously, probably less capacity. Um, at the, I don't think you can go full bore with the opening, but uh, I say June of next year. I think they really worked it. You know, it's another one of those things that I'm sure they make a, a decent uh, amount of money on. So yeah, I could the margins good. I, I could see June of next year uh, as a summer pushed uh, with with mass requirements probably still at that point. The fact that it isn't open right now just blows my mind yeah. with how much money that thing makes. Yes, we've done it. Both my my older kids have done it, and it, it's phenomenal for what it is. Uh, I got my haircut a few weeks ago. I had to wear a mask. I think this thing opens up in the holiday season of this year as a soft opening. Uh, I, I just think it's one of those money makers that bobby will see and be like let's get those people back to work let's get that thing churning so what month holiday december ish yeah i think um once we see about a month and a half after kids can get vaccinated i think that makes sense even though a lot of the kids are still going to be younger than five to where they can't be but it it gives them a reason to open it because they've kept it closed this long right so now they have to – if they're going to open it, they have to justify it to the cast as to why now is the time. And I think – so I think that January could be a real legitimate opening date. So, all right. Let's see. Odds ref- – oh, no. Sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. When do we see some info on the next ship after the wish? Pick a date. Total out in left field, yes. I, I say not until 2023. Uh, I say summer of 23. Um, I just think there's too many unknowns with still with the economy and uh, travel, even though you would hope things are getting better. But um, I think with Disney's business practices right now, um, I don't know what their focus is. At Disney Plus is really the the driver right now. So I don't know how much parks and cruise lines, even though the wish is coming, is going to be the focus You know, two years from now. But uh, I say 2023, probably at the earliest as far as anything new, potentially new. All right, Derek? They will make an announcement at D23 in 2023. That's my guess, and then you're still not going to see a ship for a few more years, but they'll make an update on what's happening. Maybe a name, but where DCL is going. I think we get our first bit of information. I don't think we get the big info dump like we did. Like we got all the stuff about restaurants and everything, that big type of presentation. But we got the name a long time ago for the wish. So I think we're going to see the name for the next ship right as the glitter's kind of starting to fade on the wish. So, you know. Yeah, D23 maybe. I think it comes sooner than that. I think we get the name. And then that helps build into D23 where they announce like, look, the statue in the atrium is this character, the, you know, that sort of stuff. The overall theme of the ship is X and this is Y. And that's, I think we get a name this year. And it's going to be the imagination and figments. No, I don't think that would be amazing. That would be awesome. All right. Moving on. Oz Disco Yeti gets fixed. This was an easy 0% for me. Um, I was with, with Joe gone. Um, I think he was probably the maybe a 0.1 percent, but yeah. with, with him gone and really just the imaginarian changes that are happening with the Lake Mona move, and uh, I think the people that were that would want to really get it fixed. Not saying the the newer regime wouldn't, but uh, I just don't think there's enough of the old guard around to really push to get this fixed. And I don't. They can't afford to shut it down to fix it. There's just not enough 
uh, it's you know it's the only coaster really in the park. So if you shut it down, you know there's very little to do it. I love Animal Kingdom, but there's very little to do with that down. So uh, you know, best case you're looking at if they build a whole other land with another coaster somewhere in the park, maybe they look at it then. But that's how many years down the road is that going to be? That's so. three generations that have never seen it move. Right. Anyway, it it so, is going down for a refurb. Mm-hmm. So I am saying 0.00001%. Oh, higher odds than me writing Guardians. Yes, slightly. Uh, that someone there, and, and it's not A mode, but they figure out how to get B mode because that's how they talk about the Yeti. There's A, B, and then Disco Yeti. So they figure out how to get B mode operational enough. Maybe just the hands move, the heads move, that it can do something more than what it is now. So point zero 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 one percent is that what I said, Doug? There you yeah. go. But yeah, it's under the refurb, yeah. and it's gonna it's a lengthy refurb. So I'm hoping they do something. At least, yeah. if anything, I think they're gonna go in and see what it would take to get a full snaps of, you know, this is all the damage. What would it take? Yeah, it's a lot of money. No. Yeah, I agree. I'm the, the zero to point zero one. Um, but I think they're going to do some projection mapping type stuff on it. Yeah, I so can see that. I think yeah. that's what's coming, which is really just a modern disco ball. So there you go. Yeti, it's not going anywhere. The odds of reflections happening. Yeah, this was interesting. Um, I'm probably going to be higher than you guys on this one. I actually say 75%. Um, wow. I, I don't think it'll be immediate, um, but I think long-term Disney, the hotel play is still there. I mean, there's interesting changes over at the Seven Seas with the road getting rerouted and rumors of a possible resort over there next to Grand Floridian. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think Disney is still in the hotel business and this was going to you know, DVC. Um, they almost got to keep building DVC to, to keep up. And obviously they've got a glut of points around that too, but this is be years down the road. But um, I, I see it happening at some point when i don't know but i i I see a pretty high probability that it does happen yeah i'm going to say 100 percent. i they already have the land cleared they have everything done i i I see them going through with this i the only hesitation i have is that they call it something else and maybe tweak it a lot more because reflections is the dumbest name they could have picked um that i mean it's great for a retirement it's great yeah (laughs) but uh the the Area is phenomenal. So something oh, yeah. is absolutely 100% going to go there. And uh, they already started like piping and stuff like that. So and, and they have everything ready to go. So yeah, something when it will happen, five, six years down the road. But I bet they do announce something um, within the next couple of years. Yeah, I'd say 100% something's going to happen there hotel-wise. 0% it is reflections, what reflections was going to be. Um, I think that ship sailed. So there's there's my answer on reflections. All right. Skyliner to Animal Kingdom. Odds when it will happen. Uh, this is a fun one. Um, and I think this is a pretty solid chance. I know the rumors of the Skyliner expansion have percolated for a while. Uh, I say at least 80% this happens, uh, if not higher. Um, maybe not immediately, but I, I could see this totally happening and being ready. Uh, by 2025. Um, I think when you look at what they've done with the Skyliner, you know, with Pop and Arts and Caribbean and able to raise the rack rates on those rooms, 
um, and being able to connect All Stars, Coronado, Animal Kingdom Lodge, and you know, the water parks with Animal Kingdom via Skyliner, uh, I just think it monetarily for room rates, it would make too much sense for them business wise. Um, plus, it's the biggest complaint with Animal Kingdom is you know, getting anywhere, um, which is silly with the park right there next door. So I, I, I see it's definitely going to happen. And I say and it took about two years, I think, for the last the first round to get built. So I, I see this being announced in the next year or two and being ready by 25. Hundred percent that this is going to happen, especially after staying at Kidani last year. It's a need, an absolute need. Uh, when I think COVID slowed everything down, I think if COVID didn't happen, we'd be in construction right now as we speak. But if not, I'm saying about four years after D23 of this year, so um, four and a half years from now. I like those. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. I think something that direction has to happen. And I'm going to say probably four years, four and a half years, somewhere. I think, yeah, I'm agreeing with you guys, aren't I? Not groundbreaking on my ideas there. All right. This one's a little humorous, and I'll pronounce it all wrong, but (laughs) odds that Derek will start realizing he usually combines cabaneros and habanero to say, Cabanero. I yeah, think I've been the same. I've been saying this wrong yes. for carry the two. I'm 37, at least 33 years now. So I'm not going to change. And I don't know who wrote this, but I'm not changing. It's <laughs> Cabaneros. That is how it's going to be in my vocabulary forever. And now, I mean, I now realize it. So there you go. But it's not going to help I, me change anything. I think I say it wrong because of you now. So Probably. So I don't now, now you're just not going to change out of principle, right? I will well, think about it every time I go on the attraction now. Now you need a t-shirt that says it. So that's, that's I didn't take at. Spanish. I took French in high school. I didn't see. I, yeah, I have no idea. I ate a habanero right. once. I almost died. Don't, don't feel bad. I, I took French in high school too. And then when I went to Spain, when I was in high school and somebody started speaking to me and I just got flustered and caught me off guard and I started speaking Spanish to him. <laughs> in spain that didn't go over too well <sighs> yeah so there you go okay zero percent chance all right percent of people that will use genie plus this one's super interesting to me now i think hopefully you guys will have leno and i'm sure you will maybe after the first year once there's enough data and obviously with the rope drop queen she'll have some insight too with the vacation packages and people that buy it in advance but i think it's going to be pretty high um I know it's an extra $15 a person and you figure 60 bucks a day for a family of four. Um, I think a lot of people are just going to buy it out of thinking they need to have it, even if they don't uh, for places like Epcot and, you know, animal kingdom, if you can rope drop, but uh, I'm, I'm going to say 60% um, even with the price tag. I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to go lower, especially in this first year. I think 30% is what I'm, looking at just because a lot of people are either confused or frustrated or uh, you're seeing a lot of things where it's like, do I really need this on social media? What are the actual wait times and and touring plan styles? So um, I'm going to go 30%. So I'm curious, Doug, what are you thinking? I think if we're breaking it down by people that are on property, people with packages, I think it's going to be high, like 75 
somewhere in there. But that's because not everyone at the parks in a day. No, it just that's just like, oh, I need that too type of thing. Um, I think it will be significantly higher than adding the dining package um, because it – it is expensive, but it is much cheaper than some other things. And nobody likes to stand in line. That's a fact. And I, I haven't met that person yet. Now, off-property people, they, they, for the most part, were failing to use FastPass Plus. So if they do buy Genie Plus, it's usually going to be after a morning of misery. And who knows how many days they're going, how many days they use it. So... You know, the only people that can add it for length of stay are people with packaged tickets. So I think that you got to look at two different subsets. The people with packaged tickets, I think, will be very high. The people without packaged tickets, I think, will be really low uh, until people understand what it is. But even people didn't understand paper fast passes when those were st- – like, it's amazing how people you would hear, well, we didn't want to pay for the fast pass. Like so, the people were turning down fast passes even though it was free because they thought they had to pay for it. So now people are definitely going to turn down Genie Plus because you do actually have to pay for it. So I think it's going to be a tale of two cities type of thing. The the on property, the off property will be drastically different, which will balance it out to you know fifty percent. Okay, I don't know, I don't know if that's right or not. We'll see. Yeah, maybe Lynn will be able to answer that for us in the future. Um, well, yeah. I think it'd be, if you can know the data of the usage of MaxPass in California, because they were paying, you know, 15, 20 bucks before mm-hmm. different park, different vacation habits. Yeah. Uh, obviously, um, it's not a you know week long destination, but if you could get access to that data, which I think rumors of that was much lower. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see the, the adopt- adoption rate with that. It will. All right. Moving on. When will we see a female captain on a DCL ship? Uh, for me, I have no clue. You guys are more the, the cruise line experts than me, but uh, I'll say within the next two to three years, um, it should happen. If, you know, if it's not already in the works, I'm going to guess the next ship. Um, I mean, it's all whoever's next in line and has done the training and and everything that they need to do to earn it. And um, yeah, so assuming the next ship that comes out. Since the next ship's a few years down the road, I actually think we're going to see it before then. Um, I think is, is someone retiring? Oh, have you not looked at the age of some of the captains? No, I really haven't. So. And, and plus, they rotate the captains through. Like they don't they don't work year round, right? Yeah. So there are a lot of captains. There's four ships. I think you see someone worked into the rotation, right? <laughs> there are a few that probably it, it's it's time. So, and I know there's some in the pipeline, so it's definitely coming. I would like to see it before the next ship. I hope they don't wait for the next ship just because that would be a bigger splash, right? Like, look, the imagination captain by, you know, however, that's quite a few years down the road. Um, And I think Disney Cruise Line needs to do it in the next year or two. Yeah, Royal Caribbean has a whole fleet um, right much, yeah. and celebrity i mean their female captains like huge on instagram or tiktok or something so i mean she has a hairless cat i don't know anyway drink packages on dcl this is a whole show topic but let's try to sum it up really quick what are the odds we see real drink packages come to dcl i know we kind of chat about that. i see zero percent um it's I've only been on the one Disney cruise, but just the amount of research and what I know about Disney cruise, it's a completely different cruise experience than 
your Royal Caribbean, Carnival, all the others, uh, I just don't see them going that route. Um, so I, I, I say 0% for this. Yep, 0%, not going to happen. We want sober people with their kids and stuff like that. That's DCL in a nutshell. Uh, I would love if they would have some more affordable drinks on the ship. That's that's where I'm putting my over-under at. Yeah, other than just the drink of the day being discounted, that would be That has be nice. literally half a shot of alcohol in it. Maybe. Maybe. It's like Doug friendly. It is very Doug. You could have like five of those. You'd be fine. I could. And it's no problem. So I don't see it happening. I already get a soda package by going on DCL. So I'm good. There you go. It's all all inclusive soda I, package. I drink their coffee. They're, they're on board. It's not great. Yeah. But it's there. It's there. All right. Last but not least, the million dollar question. Parking trams returning to Disney World. Pick a date. If, if it doesn't return, I can only imagine the, the riots that will happen. Uh, this seems to be the, the trending topic on Diz Twitter right now. Um, and, of course, I melted this summer in the Magic Kingdom parking lot without the trams. Uh, it was, yeah, it's insane. It was absolutely brutal. I mean, some parks are not as bad, but they just announced Disneyland's coming back with, they say, March. Um and I know this has been a staffing Which that thing. doesn't make sense either. Like, right. Um, I, I got to believe there's a, a Disney World announcement in the works with this too. Uh, even with whatever staffing issues they want to say they've had, uh, it, it has to come back in March. They cannot wait until after spring break to bring this back. It's just, it's ludicrous at this point that it's not back. Yeah, the fact that it wasn't open when we went, Doug, just blows yeah. my mind. I, the fact that it's not open now. Like, you put this in here, and I had to look it up. I'm like, is it still really not open? Like, my mind just cannot wrap my head around the in, fact that, that, that it's not. And park capacity is up, so it's not like you automatically get to park, park in the front row. Yeah, right. Like it's serious walking I, at Epcot, Magic Kingdom. I want to say Kingdom. that it's any day now. Like really, I think holiday season for sure. It, I think they have to with some of these special needs people that come to the parks. I think it's, I think it's um, beyond unacceptable it, and unprofessional that they're not doing it. Yeah, it's gotten to the irresponsible point. Yes, because exactly. The, the lots have gotten full enough that it's it's now irresponsible. And if we're going to head into Thanksgiving without it, it's they're really risking someone getting like, I mean, how has somebody not gotten hit walking through the parking lot? How has somebody not had heat stroke in the parking lot? Or if they have, what are they doing about it that it hasn't made the old this Twitter? But yeah, it's I can't pick a date because it's the date is six months ago. And Disney's kind of really let people down. The college program what is, it? is back. Is it like one Just person driving? I mean, I, how many I people does it like take to operate? Does it take? <laughs> I don't know. Evidently, we're For not the record, that is gas. one of those jobs that I think I could even do on property. Right. Take what? all the people on the jet skis at Kite Tails. One guy, one person on each jet ski and move them to a tram. Well, oh, actually, the side uh, puppeteers. Those are my favorite. Because it's a what, two per tram, and they have what you know three four trams per park at a time. So you're you talking about just, what eight eight people per park at a time. And really, you right. just need one or two right now. I, it just blows my mind. I didn't even believe believe this question was on here when I saw it, Doug. Yep, it's there. It's still there. I think we talked about that in our trip 
from September of last of year. Twenty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how September is this still? Yeah. That, so over a year ago, where we're just like, how is this not even operational? Yeah, it didn't make sense then, and that's when no one was going, yep. and you could park fairly close. So uh, you also had to deal with my driving, though. That so is that true. Still, all right. Well, that concludes all our odds makers, which means it's time for the lightning, lightning round. round. Well, congratulations, Mike. You've made it this far. Now it's time for the lightning round, where you answer your favorite Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars question with the movie answer thing. I'm getting off track here. There are points. They're made up, and they're worth nothing. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Favorite Disney movie? Uh, Jungle Book, the animated version. All right. That's a good one. I don't think we've gotten that. No, I don't think we have. I think so. All right. Favorite Disney character? A little off the wall, but I am a big Jack Skellington fan from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. To say that, I like it. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. All right. Favorite Disney villain? A little old school with this one. Uh, Corella DeVille from 101 Dalmatians. Uh, yes. Just love her character. Did you enjoy the new movie? I actually did. Uh, we really enjoyed that. I thought it was really well done. I was shocked. I was kind of worried about it, but it turned out really well, I thought. It's one of those when they announced it, you're like, did the world need that? <laughs> and then it turns out, yes. Yes, it did. All right. Favorite Disney song? Uh, this one was tough, but uh, you know, sticking with Jungle Book, uh, Bare Necessities, uh, huge with me, uh, Close Runner Up, um, Step in Time from Mary Poppins is a big favorite of mine oh, as well. Good choice. All right. Favorite Disney park? This was easy for me, Animal Kingdom, uh, 100%. This is the person that if we close Everest, there's nothing else to do. Yeah. Just gonna no. do that over and over. Ride-wise, it is. I'm, I it is, know. It is I the know. best. It is the best theme time. park that Disney has in the world. Uh, right up there with Disney Sea, uh, theming-wise. It is themed. Wow. Yes, very well. All right. Um, favorite classic attraction. Uh, People mover. Love that. Good choice. Nice. Favorite modern attraction. This is pretty easy. Uh, Rise of the Resistance, uh, even with you know, B mode. Um, been lucky to do a couple times, but it's it's a phenomenal ride. Uh, everything you'd want in a Star Wars ride, I think. I agree. Derek's still on the fence. Nope. Yep. All right. Favorite Disney resort. A little bit of debate with this one. Uh, have several that we like, but I think Polynesians probably are the tops for us. Uh, just you know, location, the theming, the pool area. Dole uh, Whip. Ohana, Dole Whip, Kona. Yeah. Uh, all of it. So, it really does have it all, other than hallways. All <laughs> right. Favorite counter service restaurant. Uh, yeah, food's tricky just because it's changed. Uh, but for me, uh, Flame Tree Barbecue, the Animal Kingdom. Um, I would have said Columbia Harbor House, but they've changed the menu a little bit since COVID, and uh, they're kind of messing with me there. So, have you eaten at Regal Eagle yet? Yes, and I was pleasantly surprised. Um, good. The atmosphere and the restaurant is not the best, um, but but the food was pretty solid. Um, plus, you get free drink refills. A uh, little park tip there. All right, can't can't convert you over quite red. Okay, all right. Favorite table service restaurant. This one I struggled with. Um, I think I'm gonna actually say Yak and Yeti at Animal Kingdom. Um, and you are an Animal Kingdom. I know, it's, it's a good restaurant. The, I'm not going to lie. I do like it. 
Not actually the best food I have on property, uh, but probably the most consistent. It used to be San Angel Inn in, Me- in Mexico at Epcot, but they've changed their menu the last couple of years. So, uh, so I'll stick with Yak and Yeti. All right. Favorite Disney snack? Uh, Dole Whip all day. Well, there you go, Doug. Excellent choice. All right. Favorite Disney drink? Uh, nothing in particular. Just any beer I'm having on property. Is, is good with me. All right. And a Disney bucket list item. I just kind of the Disney nerd and parks nerd and theme park design of uh, the keys to the kingdom, uh, going to the utility doors. That's kind of a big bucket list for me. And Thanks totally much. worth it. Love it. You got to do it. All right. And that concludes the, the lightning, lightning round. round. Well, thank you so much for coming on to Rope Drop Radio. Why don't you take a minute and tell people where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, uh, MikeNCLT. Follow me there. Uh, also, I've got a new Twitter account, uh, DizDadTV, which the guys mentioned at the beginning, a uh, little YouTube project I'm working on. And check me out just for goofy tweets, uh, your ride challenges. I'll be heading out to Disney World in December for a group ride challenge. Uh, so be sure and check that out and all the hilarity and craziness. And uh, appreciate you guys having me on today. Yeah, it was great having you on, and we'll, of course, put that in the show notes. So follow along with DizDad TV and all the fun things that you're going to be doing. Looking forward to following you on social media. But we need to get to the Patreon show, uh, and if you want to follow along with that, that is in the show notes as well. And, of course, if you want to book a trip to Walt Disney World uh, to do any of these amazing things and find out the odds of what's coming in your own uh, idea, you're going to have to contact the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. Her email is in the show notes as well, and she would love to book you a trip. How far out are they booking right now, Doug? Like all year next year? Wow. Like all there of 22? Yeah. So if you want to go during this celebration that's, you know, 18 months, just contact okay. her and she will book you up now. And actually, things are going pretty quick because I'm not going to lie, Doug, I am now seeing that commercial about every third or fourth commercial break on any football game I watch right now. Yes, lots of iridescence. Oh my gosh. At the gym, it played twice today. Wait till you're in the park. The amount of iridescence is almost concerning. Okay. So uh, if you just get sick of the commercial and all the advertisements, you just got to contact Michelle and go and just get it all the way through your system. But we are going to move on to the Patreon show. Thank you, Mike, again for being on this week's episode. But for Derek, uh, for Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.